B98.5's Tad and Drex Show podcast. Helping you catch up on what you missed. Forgive and forget with Tad and Drex on B98.5. You need forgiveness. We help you ask for it. Chris, what's up? Uh, well, I need to apologize to my fiance Angie, for ruining her little side hustle. Oh, gosh. Side hustle? She's an Uber driver. You can't mess with a girl's <laughs> side hustle. What did you do? She has a little hobby website. Uh, it's been taking up way too much of her time, and it's, it's annoying. What is this website? What is her side hustle? She sells her used socks to guys online, and, you know, I'll admit, I'm jealous about how much time she spends on it and how excited she gets when she makes a sale. So I put an end to it. You put an end to it? Wait, she sells her used socks online? Yeah, Ted, you can buy everything online nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> you said you put an end to it? What did you do? You mess, you mess with the website or something? Well, I think about when you look for something on Amazon, you know, something has bad reviews, you know, you move on to the next item, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I made a few purchases from Angie's website, and I left some terrible reviews. So, you know, in a matter of a couple of weeks, her business just dried up. So, oh, you know, now man. I, I think as good. her fiance, you're allowed to leave bad reviews about your wife selling her used <laughs> socks on Amazon. That's your opinion. Tad. It's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> so, Chris, why are you asking for her forgiveness? It sounds like mission accomplished. She's been really upset just about how she's not making any sales anymore. And I just feel really guilty. All right. We'll help you. This is Chris asking for forgiveness for screwing up his fiance's used sock sales business. <laughs> we'll call her in 10 minutes. Yeah, you know, I'll apologize and then maybe help her get it up and running again. Forgive and forget on B98.5. Is it too late now to say sorry? You need forgiveness. Tad and Drex help you ask for it. We just talked to Chris a couple of minutes ago who found out his fiance was selling her used socks online. Chris decided to sabotage her business by leaving negative reviews. Now he feels guilty, wants to ask her forgiveness and help her get things running again. Chris, why don't you sit tight as we get Angie on the phone? Hello. Angie, this is Tad Drex and Kara from B98.5. How are you? Oh my gosh. Hi, I'm good. How are you? Wow, someone's excited to talk to us. Yes. (laughs) Angie, we're actually interested in your sock business. Can you tell us a little bit more about this? Oh, gosh. Well, I appreciate the publicity. Um, I, yeah, sell my used socks online, and I have a couple really loyal customers. And how much does each pair of socks sell for? $50. $50. Wow. And every person who buys them deserves that. Right. (laughs) At $50 a pair, how much were you making a month, Angie? Uh, On average, like $2,000 a month. Oh, my God. And then something happened because you're not making that kind of money right now, right? Some loser who isn't even a customer of mine left some nasty reviews. And now I'm just like really struggling to get back on my feet. Did you say that you needed help getting back on your feet? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I do. So you said that this person that was leaving the bad reviews doesn't even buy socks from you? Right, yeah. Jakey Boy 328, I don't know. Um, (laughs) Well, Angie, we know who has been leaving those bad reviews. Hey, Angie, it's me. Crick? Angie, this is a feature we do called Forgive and Forget, and Chris reached out to us because, kind of understandably, he didn't really approve of your selling your used socks online, and so he started leaving bad reviews. You completely ruined my business. 
I mean, I'll take them down right now, and you know, you can get back to earning. Okay. And Chris, I'm curious, why did you have this sudden change of heart? You know, when I called you guys, I didn't realize that she was making so much money. But you know, I, I feel bad either way. Wait, Chris, you were all bent out of shape about this until you found out that I was making two thousand dollars a month, and now it's suddenly okay. I know. I was being insecure, and I'm sorry. We could really use that money for the wedding. Angie, are you willing to forgive and forget Chris for what he did? Yeah, I will. And, you know, Jason will be happy to hear that my business is back up and running. Jason? Who's Jason? Oh, well, he's my ex and one of my best customers. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Angie, you're making this up to make Chris feel jealous. No, I'm not. Why would I make that up? It's just the truth. Chris, what do you think about this? Her best customer is an ex, her ex-boyfriend. Yeah, she makes $2,000 a month. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it's all forgiven and forgotten and everybody gets a free pair of socks here? No, no free socks for anybody. <laughs> <laughs> on the next Forgive and Forget on B98.5. Jerry uh, is going to... Uh, tomorrow call in to tell us how it is that he didn't follow the rules gave his kids covid oh, and no. now needs to ask his ex-wife to forgive him for not telling her about it oh my gosh forgive and forget tomorrow and every weekday morning at 7 a.m there's a lot going on in the world and we tell you about the important stuff it's tad and drex's info to go on b98.5 we are protected by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters, 725. Partly cloudy, breezy, 53 today. What's going on, Kara? It is a major Atlanta tradition, and it's making a comeback this year with a little twist. I'm talking about the AJC Peachtree Road Race. I know there were a lot of runners that were not very happy about the move to Thanksgiving Day this year, but... We had to do what we had to do because of the coronavirus. As of right now, we're back on for in-person running. They're going to expand it a little bit. So it won't just be on the 4th of July. They're going to do it on the July 3rd and July 4th. And they're also going to add the virtual element in there, too. So runners all over the world can participate. We'll see. You can, <laughs> I mean, at this point, all that is is just an announcement. Right. I think it was like one year ago today almost that we started getting news like, yeah, there's this Something's virus going on. It was yeah. one year ago today. How about that? See, to me, it happened over a weekend in March. Like, yeah. Well, well that's when everything like, started shutting down yeah. locally for us. We went from there's a little something <laughs> out there to nobody's going anywhere. No, yeah, <laughs> I was in Los Hermanos, a Mexican restaurant in Dunwoody, with a hundred thousand people on that Friday, March twelfth or thirteenth, and we're like, ah, oh, yeah. And then Saturday is like, you're never eating out <laughs> ever again. <laughs> if you're interested in running registration opens up March 15th, so save that date. You ready for a good feeling? Please. Oh, I get a good feeling. Yeah. After that conversation, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> so last year, if you remember, we were introduced to Jason Zagonk. He is a 12-year-old trumpet player who for 100 days during the height of the pandemic stood outside Emory Hospital and played his instrument for the doctors and nurses and healthcare heroes. So he was inspired to do that by his favorite trumpet player who plays for the New York Philharmonic, Ethan Benzorf. He saw Ethan go to his rooftop in New York City and play for the healthcare workers there. Mm -hmm. So that's what kind of gave him the idea to go over to Emory and do this. Well, today he's going to be recognized as one of America's heroes <gasps> at the virtual inauguration parade. It's happening around 315 cool. today. He even got a chance to duet with his idol, Ethan. Now, can you imagine being this 
kid's mom and getting that email that your child has been invited to play for the president? If Avery and Sam got to, to visit the White House for any reason, what would it be for? Oh, my gosh. Sam would jump up and down on a trampoline for a while. Now, Avery's, would, <laughs> Avery's would go for her amazing ability to ask questions. She asked me yesterday if a Cheeto was in orbit in space and it hit the space station, would it leave a dent? And I was like, wow. Apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Let's go Google. (laughs) TMZ and People Magazine call her to see what's happening. Are You Smarter Than Kara is on B98.5. Good morning, Anna in Loganville. Good morning. You want to get your hands on Kara's filthy money? Always. Yeah. (laughs) $100 on the line. You have a better chance of winning this than you do Mega Millions or Powerball. For sure. safely say that. Why don't you kick her out of the studio? All right, Carrie. You gotta go. I'm gone, Anna. Good luck. Thanks. So we'll let you know we're brought to you by R.S. Andrews Heating, Air Conditioning, Plumbing, and Electrical. We got these five pop culture trivia questions we'll ask you while Kara stands outside the room. Bring Kara back in. Ask her the same questions. If you answer more right than Kara, she'll pay you $100 of her own money. Are you ready? I hope so. I've gotten every other day this week. Oh, good. Question number one. Referee Sarah Thomas is going to be the first female to officiate a Super Bowl game next month. What two colors are a ref's shirt? White and black. Number two, it's Inauguration Day. True or false, it's the job of the Supreme Court Justice or a Supreme Court Justice to swear in the new president. True. Number three, a Willy Wonka prequel movie is set for 2023. What type of candy is the golden ticket hidden in? Chocolate. Number four, former Braves player and play-by-play announcer Hal Sutton passed away yesterday. What university purchased Turner Field when the Braves left for Cobb County? Oh, my God. Uh, That's a tough question. Oh, God. Um, uh, God. Give us an answer. I'm just going to say, like, UGA. I know that's wrong. Number five, former bachelorette Claire Crawley has called off her engagement with Dale Moss. Currently, The Bachelor is on season 25. What is the traditional 25th wedding anniversary gift? Isn't it like a new ring? I don't know. Oh, what kind of metal would that ring be? Uh, Titanium? <laughs> Let's bring Kara back in. Know. All right, Anna and Loganville, even answering the questions she got wrong, funny, so we appreciate that. Uh, you got three right. Three is the number, Kara, with tough questions today, though. Okay. Right. Same questions. Kara, number one, referee Sarah Thomas will be the first female to officiate a Super Bowl game next month. What two colors are a ref's shirt? Black and white. That's what Anna said, one-to-one. Question two, it's inauguration day. True or false, it's the job of a Supreme Court justice to swear on the new president. That's true. The chief justice himself does it. It's two-to-two. That's what Anna said. Number four, a Willy Wonka prequel movie set for 2023. What type of candy is the golden ticket hidden in? Ooh, a chocolate bar. That's what Anna said. Knotted up at three. Question four, former Braves player and play-by-play announcer Hal Sutton passed away yesterday. What university purchased Turner Field when the Braves left for Cobb County? Georgia State. Yeah, the Panthers, Anna. She was going Bulldogs. It's four to three, Kara's up. Finally, number five, former bachelorette Claire Crawley has called off her engagement with Dale Moss. You got mossed. (laughs) Currently, The Bachelor is on season 25. What's the traditional 25th wedding anniversary gift? Uh, it's not diamond. Silver? 
Anna said titanium. I think you actually have to have Sia come and perform the song when you get the titanium. The answer is silver. It is? It is silver, Whoa. Kara, yeah. All right, final score is five to three. Anna and Loganville, are you smarter than Kara? No. All right. <laughs> Kara, your new record, 942 wins and just 32 losses. Ooh, sorry, Anna. No, thank you. We're going to play again tomorrow, 6.35 and 7.35. Go ahead and get signed up at tadandrex.com. B98.5, 80s, 90s, and now. I don't even know what Kara's about to say, but I'm excited because apparently there's a new sheriff in town. Yeah, I was just saying that I've been married for a little over a year now, and it's time to change the rules. I don't think married men should have hobbies. You don't think what? married men yeah. should have hobbies? Married men should not have hobbies, period. Why? Well, I mean, you probably haven't noticed because your mind is occupied planning the next time you plan on abandoning your family and responsibilities <laughs> for six plus hours at a time. Wow. Okay. Think okay. about it. Your little golf trips, your tennis matches, hunting. You're gone all day. You come home tired and sometimes tipsy and then you go straight to bed. Where? What the what? Kara, is this anger coming from? <laughs> My husband Ryan has started playing Alta tennis mm -hmm. and all day long on Saturday and he's doing practices during the week we've got very little time to spend with each other the few times that we do get to spend together his mind is thinking about tennis or plotting what is going to happen for the next match or he's scrolling about something about tennis and i'm just i'm over it so you're basically what i'm hearing is is uh you're describing not a hobby so much as an obsession i mean is your golf drex an obsession or is do you consider that a hobby it's an obsession. My, my golf is time for me to reflect on my male archetype mm. and get out in the woods with yeah. my friends and plant the flag. Men need space. You know, women need that, too. When do we get our chance to just go off for six plus hours at a time and not worry about our responsibilities with home and with work and with everything else and go play about? Whenever you want, go. What? Oh, be gone. That, that is my dream. I tell my wife that all the time. Oh, are like, we going to schedule the child care in between your golf tea times? I have no problem. I don't even look at it as child care. I have no problem being with my daughter. That's part of my father duty. But it's mm -hmm. also very important for a man. It, it doesn't mean, care that we're abandoning you or we're falling out of love with you. It's that we need space and time to go out and reflect and relax so we can come back. Go out and charged. have your space and your time. But six plus hours of the day is overkill. Do you agree <laughs> with Kara's statement? Married men should not have hobbies. Ginger Sandy Springs, you disagree with Kara. Why? My husband is retired. He sits on his bum 24-7, 365. I'm the one who works 40 hours a week. I'm the one who's gone all weekend. Where are you going all weekend? I go to Hobby Lobby. I go to Joanne. <laughs> 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 I was having a conversation with my wife yesterday. Like uh, She goes, yeah, if I have free time, I just go in there. I'm like, well, why don't we try going in there and leaving your American Express in the car? <laughs> well, that's the thing. You go in, you get your stuff, and you take it home, and you do your hobbies at home. These guys are leaving for like six plus hours at a time and just abandoning all family and responsibility.
All right, let's step aside here for a moment. On the phones, 404-741-0985. Do you agree with Kara? Married men shouldn't have hobbies. You know, the 8.5, 80s, 90s, and now. I love the fact that Kara's been married for over a year now. She surveyed the landscape and is now starting to make some proclamations, signing some executive orders. Yeah, I've decided that married men shouldn't have hobbies. Oh, you sound like a tyrant. Maybe I am. <laughs> So men, married men should not have hobbies, and your reasoning is actually pretty good if you look at mm-hmm. men's hobbies. Yeah, I mean, they all take you out of the house and out of your responsibilities and away from the family for hours upon hours at a time. Hunting, fishing, golfing, tennis. I mean, you're gone for half of the day, if not more. Whereas women's hobbies include what? I don't know, like crocheting and color booking what year is and it? roller skate. Like I like to roller skate. I like to scrapbook. I'm <laughs> I can do all of those things at home except for roller skate. Should married men have hobbies or not? Do you agree with Carrie's uh, Kara's statement, Lynn in Rochester? I agree one hundred percent with Kara. I am yeah. divorced because of that very reason. <laughs> what was his six hour long hobby? Oh. Please, name one. Go. Um, race car driving. Oh, um, oh we got to go repair the race car. So we're gone all day Saturday. And then we come home, we take a little nap, and then we go racing till 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. come home drunk. So trust me, I'm feeling her pain right now. <laughs> yes. Don't you think having the guy out of the house is sometimes better? Like, be oh, careful listen, what you I'm wish for. Saying- don't have a hobby, but you can't do it six days out of seven and expect. And I raised two children literally by myself. I can count on one hand and have fingers left over the number of times you changed the diaper with two children. <laughs> Kayla Jasper, you agree yeah. with Kara? Married men shouldn't have hobbies? Not even remotely. My husband and I have been together for 10 years. And when we first got together, or even first were married, for the first, I want to say, three or four years, I was the same way. Don't go ride your motorcycle on the weekend. Don't go play golf with the boys. Please just spend time with me. Now, sister, please go play golf with the boys. Please go ride your motorcycle. I need me time, too. Use your me time when they have their me time. And if you squelch the activities now, isn't it harder to get them out out of the house later? Yes. Kara keeps you in the know every morning. It's Tad and Drex's Info to Go on B98.5. Good morning, 826. Uh, protected by Breda Pest Management to handle bugs and critters. What's going on, Kara? Oh, yeah. The ladies are stepping it up big time for 2021. Later today, our nation is going to get the first female vice president. And then we're taking over the Super Bowl, (laughs) y'all. The National Football League announced the officiating crew for the big game. And for the first time in the game's 55-year history, there is going to be a woman officiant on the field. Sarah Thomas made history as the NFL's first full-time female official back in 2015. And now she's going to be the down judge for the Super Bowl coming up in February. Uh, Tad, I can just see it now. She throws a flag and the refs go over to talk about what the flag was about. And she's like, it's nothing. It's fine. Don't worry about it. I don't want to talk about it. OMG. You know what I was just thinking? I was just thinking the smart man sitting here Hearing this story mm-hmm. says nothing but positive things. Exactly. <laughs> you just use or, the word or nothing at all. Actually, better, right? You just Sometimes use, you just use the word "smart" and "man" in the same sentence. Come on, <laughs> oxymoron. Let's yeah. get a good feeling. <laughs> Sometimes I get a good feeling. 
Well, she picked up her first tennis racket at the age of three years old, and now a Marietta teenager named Lyndon Patterson is helping serve up a cool way to give back to others. Over the summer, she was working out in her garage and noticed all these rackets just laying around from years and years of playing, and that's what sparked her idea to create the Love All Tennis Project. So she started collecting rackets and other gear and donating them to younger players who don't have the resources to buy, and she took her idea over to the United States Tennis Association who told her, okay, look, if you can take care of collecting everything, we'll help you distribute. So, so far, she's collected 2,000 rackets. She's looking for more. So, if you've got some extra tennis rackets laying around, you want to help, you can check her out on Instagram at Love All Tennis Project or shoot her an email at Love All Tennis Project at gmail.com. Drex. I'm gonna. I'll stay quiet on that one. Yes, oh I learned my, my lesson. Ninety-eight <laughs> 80s, 90s, and now Tad Drex and Carrie. We've been mentioning no Mega Millions winner last right. night. That jackpot nine hundred seventy mil on Friday. Mm. Tonight's Powerball at seven hundred thirty mil. And there's no way you're just gonna guess the right Powerball numbers. It has to be random. Sure. And what's more random than a shop vac and some ping pong balls? Oh my god! Take a listen. All right, Trig, you ready to do the redneck Powerball draw? Sure, what does redneck even mean? Okay, that's a conversation for a different day. All right, pour <laughs> all of the potential Powerballs onto the floor, okay? Okay. Oh, boy. Holy mackerel. That's not going to end well. <laughs> All right, so I had I numbered seventy power uh, seventy ping pong balls to represent the power balls, and now we're going to turn on the vacuum. We're going to suck up five balls and then the power ball. Y'all ready? <laughs> yeah. For your official numbers. <laughs> oh. All right, what's the first ball? What's the second ball? Second ball is 12. Oh, third ball. 38. <laughs> Fourth ball. 51. All right, fifth ball. 65. All right, time for the power ball. You ready? Yes. What's the power ball? There's your winning numbers tonight, 4, 12, 38, 65, and the Powerball, 19. I love it. And that also marks the longest amount of time Drex has spent around a vacuum cleaner. Right. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Tad and Drex Show podcast. Subscribe for automatic updates and listen live weekdays from 5 to 9 a.m. on B98.5.